My name is Brian, and today is Tuesday, September 12th, 2023, and this is episode 519 of the Lots Project podcast, where we're defining norms and designing freedom. Today's episode is titled Struggling for Inspiration, Deciding What Content to Make, and it's brought to you by Opus Clip. Today, I will be sharing some ideas for places to find inspiration, how I find inspiration, other suggestions that I've got for that next video, blog, or podcast. Let's first grab a cup of coffee, catch up what's going on with me and the live audience. We will dive into that topic in a little bit. But uh, first, uh, let's catch up with everybody in the chat. Good morning, Mike. Philippine Nomad, how we doing? Morning, morning, morning. Morning, Pip. In early, as always, hope you're having a good day. Saw your message in the Telegram group, and I will, uh, I'm going to talk about that for a second too here in a little bit. And Greenberry Grove, how are you doing already this morning? Uh, people rolling in already, minute in. I like it. I like it. Um, the basis behind the, the chat at the beginning 15 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it ends up being every day is um, I noticed an increase after that in that in that first 10 minutes of the show uh i think it's just because it uh, alerts go out or alarms go off or people are getting up right at the time the show starts and people start rolling in a little little later towards that topic so i figured um i enjoy that coffee time i enjoy talking to uh folks in the live and uh, why not do it and give people some time to come around and then we will uh, hit that main topic so good morning morning good morning Ah, oh, silver bullet, silver bullet in the cup. Uh, one, I believe one, one silver and uh, six pounds, six pounds and an ounce left. Uh, not confirmed, but uh, very, very, very tentative. Uh, I shouldn't say very tentative, very strong possibility. I'll have one left uh, this afternoon. So if you're interested in that, definitely reach out, reach out and uh, see what we can do. And um, we will uh, we'll see if we can get you one. But uh, six pounds of coffee and that ounce. And um, they're going quick. Limited edition, limited, very limited. And, uh, you know, I've been plowing away at this show for now over 500 episodes. And I don't feel like I'm going to stop anytime soon. So if I can get lucky and uh, really make something of this and um, and move it along, then I am guessing that maybe a limited edition silver coin from when I didn't have any listeners. I did have listeners at that point, but a uh, long time ago, I, I did round one and then round two is uh, is what I have right now. I have stock in, in the sets, but uh, I've been kind of stashing them away for in-person events. Uh, but also the the one of five you could have one of five uh one ounce coins and and the molds are broken the, the molds are broken the files are deleted there's there's going to be no more of them so just throwing that out there just because uh, the silver might not uh ramp up and be worth a million you never know you never know uh, good morning, Cormac. How we doing? How we doing over in Ireland? I hope you're doing well. Uh, looks like the site is coming together. If you guys want to check out Cormac over at Vine Permaculture and uh, going to get some blasting uh, blasting out some uh, social media for, for Cormac on his course and things he's got going on. If you're looking to learn a little bit about permaculture or a lot more about permaculture, 
you might want to check out Vine Vine Permaculture. They got a they got a bunch of different uh, options for for services and consults and courses on their on their site, and soon uh, probably a probably a directory to to the Comfrey in here in the U.S. So I appreciate Cormac stopping in. Um, <laughs> Miss 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 oh, MSU rifle MSU rifle. I have such tired time with screen names. <laughs> I just I have enough time. I have enough trouble reading reading names. It is it is when uh, screen names get thrown in there. And uh, yeah, <laughs> good luck. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Um, what is on my list to talk about this morning? Uh, in the in the chat this morning. I woke up and uh, Ryan Ryan uh, had dropped a message in there in the in the Telegram chat at t.me slash lots chat. Uh, first thing I wake up and Ryan says that uh, uh, burying grease, burying grease is hold on, guys. I got to I got to stop for just a second. I'll be right back. Ah, there we are. There we are. Um, so he put a message there that uh, Ryan works at an auto auto dealership um, in the in the maintenance side, in the in the mechanics side, and the parts side. Uh, so he's he's ordering. Yeah, yeah. He's ordering. He's ordering new. Good morning, Hunter. How are we doing? Um, he's ordering parts. He's ordering supplies. Things like that. Um, and it says that his bearing grease is out of stock until Christmas. So we're in, we're in what, September now, middle of September, beginning of September. So we're looking at October, November, December, three and a half months to catch up on, um, bearing grease, wheel bearing grease. Interesting. I, uh, that startup I worked at actually, when we were converting the system, when we were shifting gears from waste plastic to synthetic crude oil, we dove into our CTO actually attended a bunch of conferences and, um, we're looking into producing grease of different, um, viscosities and different purposes. And, uh, I don't necessarily know if we were going to go down the line of bearing grease but um looking at the process to make it i don't know i don't know if you could be behind for three and a half months but what do i know what do i know um pip says it's an unplanned supplier chain change uh can you look other places have you seen other places is it that specific supplier um there's been weird shit on back order there's been odd things where uh, I think I talked about it a while back before we went on our trip to to South Dakota. Tractor Supply and some other places were out of fluorescent marking paint. Couldn't get it for a month or more. What a random thing! Like why why does fluorescent fluorescent marking paint go on back order? And you know what I'm talking about—the upside-down can that's uh, that's orange, pink, you know, marking fluorescent marking paint for the for the road, for the ground, for trees, <laughs> uh, construction, things like that. 
but what a random random thing to go out of stock like i don't see a huge influx of people needing to mark things i don't i don't see there being an awful huge bump in in demand um i possibly production did they get squeezed on uh, on a production component i don't know what goes into making fluorescent spray paint or spray paint in general uh was it a supply chain issue on their end was it a uh what the, how how does how does fluorescent paint go out of stock and now bearing grease um is this I, like i don't see a huge spike in need for it Oh, uh, okay. Hunter says he heard that that was something getting parts for the can. Well, yeah. So I, I marked that down on my list this morning to talk about because the bearing grease kind of threw me for a loop. It's not like all of a sudden there's a huge demand for bearing grease. Like there's a normal demand. There's a, there's a normal amount that you can, you can plan nationwide, worldwide. Um, Oh, okay, okay. Pip, so Pip's dealing with Chrysler, Chrysler specifically. <laughs> so this might not be a this might not be a um, uh, countrywide or, or worldwide shortage in bearing grease. It could be just it could be just um, the Chrysler supplier. Pip's wondering if it was a price adjustment request from the supplier, and uh, Chrysler didn't want to pony up. Could be, could be. I mean, there's always these weird things that go into shortages. Um, and when when we were going into the last um, the last shutdown, uh, purposeful economic shutdown, if you wanna if you wanna look at it that way, I think a lot of unintended consequences came out of that. Maybe they were intended, but but like more than likely, I'm thinking. Yeah, um, you know, all those ships ships sitting off the coast of, of shit we needed, um, that kind of stuff. But I think a lot of the, the spiral, the way downstream stuff you didn't see till later, like needing parts for cans for spray paint or whatever that whole issue was. I did notice that it was back in stock the last time I was at um, Tractor Supply. But did you know that a can of uh, spray paint, a can of marking paint was is like, what was it, $16, $14? For a can of fluorescent spray paint, man, I remember when spray paint was like ninety-seven cents at the at the corner hardware store. So, I guess I'm old. I guess I'm old. Um, hold on one second. Uh, uh, Hunter says he ran out of flex duct a while ago because of supply issues with a chemical that goes into the resin that holds the fiberglass together. Yeah. <coughs> hmm. Interesting. Interesting. What? else do we have coming down the line uh it seems like things are just kind of ramping up into this season i uh i saw a i saw a screenshot of a document so you know take it for what it is i'm not saying this is truth disclaimer before i i even mention this um i i did not do anything more than look at this read the read the document and move on because it really doesn't matter if it's if it's true or not but it was a uh, it was a CDC document with uh, kind of the outline of COVID 2.0, 
And uh, man, tomorrow is the day. Tomorrow was the September 13th, 2023 was the day that they were going to uh, kick off the kick off the pandemic and really start hyping it in Europe and uh, North America. And then it gave a timeline. It, it really gave a timeline. We're looking at um, craziness um, ramping up and through February, where it's just going to be a tipping point and, you know, another another four or five months of uh, craziness. And there'll be people willing to do a lot of shit that they probably shouldn't do. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that I would be shocked if it was legit. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, tomorrow and in the days after you you see more and more and more and more push for the new variant. Um, <laughs> what a what a interesting thing that I saw that the the new variant that is coming around is um, if you've gotten the vaccine, you're more susceptible to getting it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard that right. Weird virus is going to adapt and um, and figure out how to infect the people that are uh, immune to it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor and I don't know how it works. So <laughs> we'll just move on from that. Um, yeah, so it's going to get interesting, guys. It's definitely going to get interesting. Just being um, not watching any of the news, not watching any of the hype trying to um like Corey Corey suggested and I, I followed her lead anytime I see anything related to um the 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 fear tactics of of COVID on any social media it just gets swiped like I don't care uh and eventually they I think they realize that it's just not worth showing me but um <laughs> Pip says it's karma Gordy Blakesley Acres, how are we doing? Thanks for stopping in. Anyway, anyway, yeah, I I don't know. I I've kind of stayed out of it, but uh, noticing noticing the public's reaction is interesting. Not knowing what most people are hearing and seeing, and then seeing the reactions in society is a it's an interesting experiment to uh, to keep an eye on. So can only live today tomorrow and watch what's going on the next day i guess and um and we will see we will see it's going to be an interesting winter um i have to i have to think i have to think it's uh it's not over yet folks so let's see what happens let's see what happens we're coming into uh next year what is that next year is the election year that's that's uh we know every four years we have to have huge crises and uh it's going to be the most important election of your life folks <laughs> Anybody see Joe Biden lately? Anyway, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get off of this. We're we're gonna get into that topic. We're a quarter after. Oh, all right. Today we're talking about content creation and ideas. Um, did a live stream Sunday night with Toolman Tim and Nicole Sauce. Kyle, the Backwoods Butcher, and myself, we did a roundtable about content creation. And this, this is one of the things that came up. I think it came up more than once um, in different forms. But uh, how do you come up with all that content? How do you come up with the ideas? I uh, I do a show. I do six shows a week. Uh, one, I was doing seven shows a week. One now currently is an interview show that, um, that kind of provides content for itself. But seven days a week 
or four, excuse me, five days a week, an hour every morning, I have to have something to talk about. Where do you come up with it? If you're a YouTube channel and you're making videos, where do you come up with the ideas to make those uh, those videos? What do I put on social media if I want to grow my account? How do I continually come up with ideas? So after talking about it that night, I already had this on the topic li list. It all kind of uh, lined up lined up together. Um, and so that's what we're talking about. Inspiration. Where where you come with that inspiration? But for a minute before that, I want to tell you about Opus Pro. That's going to help you with a ton of uh, ton of content. You know, creating professional videos that can be daunting. Um, you taking those long format videos, cutting them down, and making them look good as shorts to promote your long videos. Making those shorts um, can take a lot of time. You've already made that content. So this is where Opus Pro steps in. It's easy to use. It's online video editing platform that lets you take your high quality, long format videos. It analyzes them and chops them up into short shorts, short format, suitable for YouTube shorts, Instagram stories or reels, Facebook reels, TikTok, um, all of those places where you're going to get a little bit of traction and viewers. If you're already making it anyway, use Opus Pro, cut it up a bunch of get a bunch of short videos in like minutes it takes literally minutes for it to to pop out 30 30 shorts from a, a you know a half an hour clip so check it out check it out i have an affiliate link for them it's in the video notes it's in the audio notes uh if you're a content creator if you're putting out short for content and you need to take some long form and get it chopped up and save yourself a shitload of time check out opus pro Scroll down, hit that link, check it out. You get a free trial. You get uh, you get to test it out for, I think, up to 60 minutes of video. Check it out. See what it can do for you. And uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it greatly. Sorry. <coughs> and if you know somebody that could use Opus Pro, shoot them that link and uh, get them to sign up through my affiliate link. It only helps support the Lots Project. And with that, let's get on to um, inspiration for content creation. Um, Man, I when I started this, well, when we started YouTube, when Corey and I started YouTube, um, way back when we first bought our farm, when we first when we first went up and we bought the farm, we we decided we were going to start a YouTube channel. This was back in 2014 ish, end of 2014. Um, and so we've been at that for, we've been making videos for going on 10 years. Holy crap. <laughs> long time, long time. I uh, didn't get a lot of traction at the beginning. Didn't have an opportunity to put up a lot of videos. I uh, was able to stockpile tons and tons and tons of ideas, uh, because literally we couldn't upload videos. Our internet was so bad, uh, that man uploading the videos we did, I was impressed. Corey, uh, Corey and I would figure out how to start it at uh, bedtime, let it upload, <laughs> upload the rest of uh, overnight, because man, if we were using the internet for anything and trying to upload, it was even much more of a disaster. So it wasn't like I was flying through topics. Um, that was easy. That was easy. If you set a schedule that's um, kind of not that wondering where to come up with ideas when you're looking at making a video channel and you're like oh my god what am i going to make videos about come to this list 
come to this list, come to this discussion, save the podcast, save the video. And uh, man, just kind of go back through it. And you, I think it will help spur, um, spur that creativity, spur places to look. Uh, and you'll realize that, man, it's everywhere. Ideas are absolutely everywhere. Um, and inspiration comes from every direction. So let's get to this list. It's kind of long. I'm going to kind of just hit on them, uh, speak to where I've personally used these possibly, or uh, little additions to um, techniques that that I, I found in um, in some general lists. So I made my list of places where I looked. I also found some extra places that uh, I don't necessarily look. It doesn't necessarily fit my fit my content or uh, industry, but it could help you. So here we go. Here we go. Um, Man, my biggest thing is brainstorming, brainstorming, just letting, letting your mind tell you what you should post, what you should do content about, um, how this works for me. Uh, Toolman Tim actually turned me on to this idea. Uh, I have been a list guy for my whole life list everywhere. If you ask Corey, when she met me, I had notebooks and notebooks and notebooks full of shit. Um, still do. Well, no, we threw them away when we minimized, but I had them. I literally had them, uh, and put them in the dumpster from years of just not making content. It wasn't necessarily for that. It was just ideas. And I would get them on paper because I have more ideas right after that. And I forget the good ones. <laughs> um, Toolman Tim turned me on to putting a notepad on my phone and immediately writing writing a note. If I came up with an idea, if I came up with a show topic, if I came up with a video topic, if I came up with a blog post topic, take the second, your phone's in your hand, your phone's in your pocket. If it isn't, eh, then maybe it wasn't meant to be. But in that moment, write it down. That is, that is, a, a, that is a form of brainstorming. Just letting your brain, um, it's not active. It's not actively trying to think of ideas, but as your brain's working, as it's working on other things and these ideas come into your head, take a moment, jot them down on a notepad in your pocket. I, I did that for a long time. I carried a, a little notebook in my pocket, uh, like an assignment pad from when you were a kid uh, or on your phone. Phones are great because um, uh, no, phones are great because it's right there. It's uh, digital. You can copy it. You can send it to yourself, whatever. Um, one note, one note, I think, or notes, Google notes, I think is something that uh, Ken Ash um, recommended. I tried that out. It's, it's okay. I went right back to the sticky pads on my, on my phone. I have like post-it notes on my phone and uh, I can copy and paste those into emails or files for myself but I got a ton of them. I mean, if you scroll through my phone right now, I probably have a dozen different notepads for different reasons. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a lifesaver for me. That's the, uh, that's kind of the um, Pip says he carries a three by five note card notebook for ideas. Uh, Google keep notes is great for that. Jill went up the hill. Thank you for that. That's, uh, that's what Ken had suggested to me, but, um, yeah, so that's that's kind of passive brainstorming. You can also sit down and really just have a cup of coffee with a notebook, with a notepad, uh, and a piece of paper. 
I find that uh, getting away from the electronic, getting away from the laptop, if I have the phone, if I have my phone to write down the ideas, I get distracted even more. It doesn't really work as well. Um, but if you take a pen and a paper, a notepad, and you sit down, you relax, you clear your mind, and you start to think on your topic. You start to mull it over. Ideas are going to come out. And just give yourself some time to relax and get in the mold. And then just start writing. Don't necessarily write things that you think are good or bad. Write everything. Write everything down. Everything could spur another idea coming out. So let that happen. Um, if you're not comfortable with that, if that's something that doesn't really work for you, um, man, get in a, a think tank, or so to speak. Find someone to bounce ideas off of. This is something I really enjoy doing with people. It's something that I offer on the website uh, un under services. I think it says brainstorm a new idea. Getting a different perspective, having someone talk to you about what you're going through, your ideas, your topic, um, really can help spur other things. Man, that other person might not have the answer, but they might say the right thing to get you to the answer. So this happens across the board, not just in content creation, but spurring ideas, having those brainstorming sessions, having those uh, those groups that you can talk to, uh, to pull ideas out can be invaluable. That's why it's really number one on my list, brainstorming. It is how I do pretty much everything. Um, that is where I get the majority of my ideas. Uh, I, will, I will touch on more things down the line, but... I would say that the vast majority of my stuff comes off the list I write down on a daily basis. So brainstorming is key in my book. Um, let's go on. Number two, audience. You have an audience. I mean, this doesn't really help for someone trying to consider starting up a channel. This would be more established. You have an audience. Someone is following you. If it's 10, if it's 100, if it's 1,000, if it's 10,000, um, someone's following you, someone is watching your content, ask them what they want to see. I mean, easy. Survey your audience. Uh, whether it is in a comment, whether it is in direct messages, in a community, it's it's fantastic creating yourself a community. Um, Telegram is a great place to do it. I don't particularly care for the style, but Discord is a great place to do it. Uh, Facebook groups, Facebook pages. Uh, LinkedIn groups, LinkedIn profiles, anywhere where you have exposure at, to a group of people is a great place to find out what the people want to see that are interested in watching your stuff. Surveying your audience can, can really um, focus a broad topic. Uh, man, if you talk about, um, if you talk about cars in general, and man, everybody that starts to follow you thinks that your take on, on tires is, is the best, but you want to focus on cars. Um, some surveying of the audience could really narrow that niche for you and really give the audience overall what they want. Uh, I, I, love, I love feedback from my group, my community, the people that listen to my videos. Um, be careful not to chase chase things though uh with the audience surveying it could spur one-off ideas you could get feedback that um that you really need to take with a grain of salt too when you ask people what they think they're going to tell you what they think 
Um, and it might not necessarily be the right direction for you. Take take everything you get and, and really think about it before you just go, oh, okay. I mean, if somebody emailed me today from my community and said, you should do, uh, instead of doing an hour, I think you should do 12 five-minute segments every morning. Like, do I listen to my audience at that time? No, but surveying them for ideas is an absolutely fantastic, fantastic idea. Um, next is look at your competitors. Like, I don't think this space is full enough yet. And I don't necessarily think it can get full enough. Uh, my philosophy on, man, there's there's someone else doing what I'm doing. If you're going to say that to me, there's someone else making um, videos about what I want to make videos about. They're all different. Unless, like, you can't even take their script and copy it word for word. You talk it different. You, you speak it different. Excuse me. You talk it different. Exactly. Just like that. Um, you speak different. You have different uh, different takes on the things. Even when you're reading a script, the video itself, your um, your connotation of it, it's all different. Don't necessarily worry about copying people, but definitely take inspiration from them. Take ideas from them. Don't mirror them. I'm not saying, hey, go find a channel and do exactly what they're doing. You can and probably be successful if it's a successful channel. Um with the topic, you still have to have the presentation. You still have to have the follow through. Finding content ideas from other creators is not a problem in 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 my eyes. I think looking looking at their looking at what they're doing, um, looking at their niche and seeing if it fits for you. I think gathering general ideas of uh, directions to take a specific topic is great, but don't copy them. Don't don't um, don't be backwoods butcher six oh nine, and then I can be backwoods butcher six ten, and then somebody else can be backwoods butcher six eleven. Um, let's not copy Kyle. There is one of him, and uh, that's enough for all of us. But uh, you get the point. Take inspiration. Uh, just don't be exactly the same. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, another thing is there are a ton a ton of content creator idea tools out there. Um, there have been things like uh, Answer the Public, BuzzSumo, um, even like Twitter. The majority of social media platforms, you can, you can do this. Um, Answer the Public, BuzzSumo, and BuzzSumo are actually sites you can go ask questions. You can find topics. Um, it's kind of an aggregator. But uh, a simple way to do this is scroll through any social media, get in a, a feed, um, get in a feed that is similar to yours, um, search terms similar to yours. You can go into the search bar and say, like, we'll go back to the, the car example, um, and you want to talk about tires this week. So you go to Facebook and you you type in tire videos or tire tires, search keywords. You can do it on Twitter, LinkedIn, all the places. Put it in and see what pops up. And just scroll through. Just scroll through. Um, combine that with uh combine that with the brainstorming, the the notepad, and have a little session of watching videos. 
if you're not watching videos, both, um, I've really come to realize this recently. If you're not watching videos on how to make content better, if you're not listening to podcasts on how to make your content better, you're probably going to be stagnant. Uh, I, I resisted a long time. I'm not, I'm not super interested. Like it is not my driving desire to get done with a day. Um, and this is the time I, I kind of use for learning is right before bed. Um, not right before bed, but the, in the hour before bed, I will, uh, I have some time where Corey's already gone off to bed and I just have that unwind time where I can, I can concentrate on a video and then let it process while I sleep. Um, and I've really resisted watching content creator videos, how to make content better. Stupid. I know. I know. I just wasn't my thing. It wasn't what I wanted to watch. I wanted to learn new skills. I wanted to learn. And I, once I realized it was a skill and it's probably pretty important in what I'm doing. And I started watching those. I don't think there is, um, I don't think there is a, a more valuable thing you could do to improve is just listening to advice, not taking everything, um, really, really evaluating what they're saying, but you're going to pick up little things along the way. You're going to pick up, um, pick up tips. You're going to pick up strategies. You're going to see things that people have seen work that you might want to try, might be right for you, but it might not. Um, watch, consume that content, but also consume content in your genre enough. I don't listen to podcasts. I, I, I used to, I used to listen to a ton. Um, I really stopped listening to the podcast I listened to because I didn't want to mimic them. I didn't want to come off sounding exactly like them. Uh, I do watch videos. I watch videos. I watch, uh, I consume other media in my genre, uh, around the things that I like to see what's going on, to find, um, to find topics, to find different takes to explore myself. I try to balance that with not what I said earlier, copying, um, your competitors. It's a delicate, it's a delicate balance, but inspiration is there. Just, just, be sure you hold the reins and and don't go whole hog into just mimicking somebody. So, yeah, I, I really stopped listening to podcasts and now I'm I'm getting back to listening to my own and uh, and listening to podcasts of um, of different genres definitely um, to stick away to try to to try to have an individual voice. But the ideas are the ideas, the topics are the topics. So find a way you can expose yourself to those. And uh, take inspiration from them. Take take inspiration from them. Um, so the content creator tools um, that I was talking about, uh, you can also go to Reddit. Uh, Reddit's a great uh, a great wasteland of information that you can search and find and dig into. Uh, start reading a thread about something you're interested in, and you'll find a topic. You'll find a topic that somebody brought up. General searches work great general searches. Uh, if I was Kyle and I was running out of things to talk about butchering, uh, I would probably run to Reddit or some, some social media form and search uh, butcher, butchering, cutting meat, something very generic and read for a little bit. You're going to find a topic to talk about and definitely have the opportunity to take a different take on it. So 
Let's move on, uh, man. News and trending topics. The depending on your depending on what kind of content you're making, this can be a gold mine. Uh, it's it's constantly changing. This morning I talked about it. Uh, it, it it brings show fodder for live shows. It brings uh, fodder for social media posts. If you're doing shorts, very very popular to ride the the news cycle. Um, talk about the news cycle if that's your shtick. Uh, it, it's constant new, it's constant new ideas. Follow trending topics. I know uh, Rob from All Around Growth used to do Twitter on Tuesdays. Twitter, um, Twitter Tuesdays, I believe, is what he did, where he would go and just go down the the trending topics in Twitter and discuss them. It was kind of humorous because Rob wasn't uh, Rob didn't wasn't really a huge Twitter guy, but uh, or wasn't involved in a lot of the things that were trending on Twitter, and it made for an interesting subject. Kind of diving into those, I uh, I tried a little off take of that for a short time where I uh, I would just scan news headlines. Um, it didn't work out for me because I don't care enough about the news to make it good. But man, you can find fodder for content. Um, all over the place in the news and trending topics. Every social media site has a trending section. Every news channel you pull up, every news website you pull up has the headlines of what's going on. They are constantly changing. How do you, I mean, you can't run out of, you can't run out of ideas there, inspiration there. Um, and it might not even be that you talk about news or any trending topics, but something might spur you in your genre just from looking at those. So if you need to get to that level and you need to, uh, you need to hit that, that, uh, that level of inspiration, there you go. Check out those trending topics, watch a little news. I don't know. I don't know. <coughs> uh, depending on your industry, depending on what you have going on, you can uh, hit up industry events or conferences. Um, man, talking to people, talking to people at an industry event, Talking to people at a at a uh, genre specific event, um, it spurs ideas. Make sure you have that notebook. These all kind of run back to that brainstorming, to that that tip that Toolman Tim threw out there all so long ago. Was be prepared to write down these ideas when they come. Be prepared to write them down and circle back to them. Have a have a system for for getting back to them and actually using them. Uh, when you do run out of content, don't sit there and go, oh, my God, what am I going to talk about? Go to your list. Man, walking around an industry, an event or a, a conference uh, for the right for the right topic that you're in. Unlimited, unlimited. Talk to those other people. Talk to those other creators in that space. I don't think anybody's worried that you're going to steal their channel. Um, if they are, they're not confident in their own ability. Man, take my show and reread it and, and make it yours and, and go to the moon. I hope you do. I really do. Because I'm going to be like, hey, um, <laughs> I got to say, I got similar over here. <laughs> but really talk to people. Talk to people doing the same thing you are. Um, and if you're the only person making content in that space and it's a it's a full of other industry professionals, Talk to them. Tell us, uh, see what they're interested in. See what they're thinking about. Uh, the greatest minds are always uh, a couple steps ahead. So start talking to people in the industry. 
a great place to meet them is at events or at huge conferences. I've been noticing and since I've dove into the podcast, um, the podcast improvement, content creation, improvement videos um, and, and circles, communities that there, I didn't realize how many podcasting conventions there are for podcasters. Blew my mind. Blew my mind. I, I always kind of shrugged them off as I started to hear about them. As I started to kind of wade my way into these communities, evaluate uh, what value I can bring from them. I kind of shrugged them off. I was like, oh, another like award show or, or award ceremony or something like that. Uh, the more I see the the collaboration, the inspiration and sharing of ideas, techniques, uh, what's worked, what hasn't, they seem pretty legit. I think they seem pretty uh, worthwhile. They seem um, very beneficial to get together with people doing the same thing you're doing. But I was shocked when uh, I realized how many of these there actually were. So maybe in the future, see you at a podcast event. I don't know. I don't know. Industry events and conferences coming up with ideas. Uh, if you're doing it as a side hustle and your business sends you to one of these, Man, rack up that gold, rack up those lists of ideas. Um, guests, guest contributors. Uh, I do guests, I do guests for interviews. And I was talking at the beginning that, you know, I do six episodes a week. Um, and where do I come up with all that content? Well, one of those episodes every week is an interview. Uh, I bring a guest on and that, you know, it's not the easy button. I don't want to say it's the easy button for content. I still have to put work in. I still have to um, be able to have questions for them, to, to be engaging with them, to understand their story. I have to dig in and understand who they are a little bit to bring out um, what, they, what they should be talking about or what they want to talk about. Um, but those guests really, really help with that content on the interview side. Um, if you're doing content that doesn't involve an interview show, but man, consider finding experts in your field, finding everyday people in your field, bring them on and talk to them. I think Kyle made this transition, um, when he was doing, when he was doing meet the critters, he, he talked about it on the episode the other night with Tim is he started down the path of wanting to go breed to breed to breed with uh, a bunch of large, large scale or large breed farm. Um, so cows, pigs, you know, I, I, I delineate there at like turkeys, anything bigger, I, I call large, uh, anything smaller is, is small livestock. But Kyle was going to go through all the different breeds and, and really dive into a bunch of different topics on each one. He realized that he was probably going to run short on on content in the long run and that um, it was uh, a pile of work doing that research and then and then turning that into audio video. Uh, he decided to go down the path of bringing on people that are experienced in raising animals and having farms. Uh, he used guests. He used guests to alleviate having to have all the information all the time. And it works. It works. It definitely does. I, I wholeheartedly admit and hope to God that there are way more smarter than people than me on, on every subject out there. 
if I can talk to someone smarter than me on a subject, if I can talk to someone that can bring ideas to the table that I'd never thought of, or even ideas that I had that that diverge, man, that's content gold. That's just adding to your value as a creator because they're bringing something that you don't you don't know that that maybe you would never have researched, maybe you would have never put on your list to talk about an idea. Um, last night, I had an interview with a with a guy that that kind of blew my mind on a transition for building techniques in apartments. I've never built apartments. Why did it blow my mind so much was I've I've been part of projects doing what he's doing. Um, the whole general contractor, subcontractor, um, one trade at a time model. I've been a part of that building gas stations, building, doing construction projects at different places I've worked. Um, and his, his, his model was different. I don't plan on building apartment complexes. The, the, his model, what he's doing, uh, his goal, his purpose is fantastic. Um, and I, I support that wholeheartedly, but I saw the implications everywhere. I saw that's what opened my mind up. And that's the possibility you can provide for your listeners too. My goal after last night's episode, when I was uploading it, was I hope somebody listened to that and went, man, maybe I can change the way my company builds that addition coming on to the building or uh, a project we have coming up. Maybe that can shift my focus. Those were my ideas. Those were my ideas out of last night's episode. Great story. Um, man, if you want to check it out and listen to it, it's uh, it's on both the audio feed, uh, the Lots to Talk About interview only feed, the, the, the Lots Project podcast full feed, episode 518, I believe, Blazing a Path to Affordable Apartments. Check it out. Um, that's what I find out of guests. I pick an interesting topic, not necessarily on topic for me, and I like to talk about them and really figure out what they're doing and see where that extrapolates out. Um, some of the guests I've had are fantastic. So definitely, definitely think about guests. Guest contributors can come on long format. They can come on audio. They can come on shorts. Uh, you can you can do a quick uh, quick chat with somebody on a short or clip it out. Do a longer do a longer interview session with someone. And then use Opus Clip, for example, to uh, to clip it down into, into the content form that you are posting. Maybe you only post shorts. Maybe you only post shorts. Um, Kyle says, don't be too cocky in your video, but also still have the confidence to that you know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Um Let's see. So that's guess repurposing of old content and um, either either retrofitting it a little bit or even just spinning off the same ideas. Um, man, if I look back at some of the videos we made on the farm at the beginning, the videos at the end are completely different directions of the same topic really generally the same topics. You learn, you evolve, you change um, your perspective on things. <coughs> you accumulate more knowledge. Um, people change their mind. People change their mind all the time. Go back and look at your catalog of content. Start watching your own stuff. A, it helps you figure out how to improve. B, it might spur an idea where you say, huh, 
I think maybe I changed my mind on this. Or I think with added information, I now think this. What a great follow-up video. What a great follow-up video. What a great way to make a video that links back to other content. And I say video. It could be audio. It could be Facebook posts. It could be a blog. Um, whatever content you're into making. Look at the old stuff. The old stuff is is a gateway to new content all the time. So check out your old content, repurpose that. Um, another another function of uh, of that uh, Opus clip that that what I talked about earlier is taking older content, uh, breaking that into fresh new short format. Uh, it's a it's a it's a cool little function for it. Um, Jill went up the hill says, I always enjoy watching flubs and bloopers people put at the end. Um, yeah, uh, blooper reels are great. Blooper reels at the end are great, especially if you tease that at the beginning, because people do like to see you mess up for sure. Uh, people like to see you. Uh, I mean, that's the outtakes. The outtakes are uh, are, are always the, the extra DVD specials that are most popular. Uh, definitely use that content that's a great that's a great suggestion that's not even on my list here um using those using those mess ups using those um using those those bloopers those blooper reels are great uh standalone or like jill said in at the end of the video or uh, in the middle as a as a as a break if it's a long extremely long video man you can you can really take and, and give that audience member a break from something and say, hey, check this out. Here's 30 seconds of all the mess ups I had making this video. Or roll it with the credits at the end. It's, it's very popular. But repurposing that old content, uh, I get it, bloopers. Find find all that. I have hard drive, uh, a full hard drive. And now I'm, I'm probably a halfway through my second one of, uh, of content. From the video content that I do every morning, the audio content that I strip out, all the raw video, um, all my phone dumps, take pictures, videos, things like that. My phone starts to fill up. I'll dump it into a file, go through it later. Sometimes, sometimes I won't. Uh, man, if I ever need video to make a video and I feel like doing some editing, I just go to the, I can go to that well. Um, I've put it out as a, as an item of the day many times. I, you can find it on the on the website as uh, as a, in a recommended product. It's a, a um, external hard drive, Seagate external hard hard drive. I go with the two terabyte. Basically, it's a USB plug in, plug and play. Uh, keeps your laptop or your desktop from getting bogged down with all your content. And if you're making content, you will quickly realize that man, storage storage is a premium. So. Adding that two terabytes of storage is, is a good thing. Uh, and it also makes it in, in all in one place to find that old content to repurpose to make fresh videos. Um, look up uh, another, move on one more, a uh, couple more here, a couple more, and then we'll wrap up. Uh, look for case studies, look for success stories. You're talking about, um, if you're talking about maybe, okay. Here's an example from from my life. Um, if I was if I was doing a podcast about comfrey or homesteading, growing 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 money, weird. Um, if I was doing something like that, and I kind of I went through all the steps, all the things about the plant, all the things on how to propagate it, all the things on how to sell it. Um, I get to the end, and I'm like, 
I don't have any more content. Look around for people doing the same things that have succeeded. Uh, whether you have helped them or not, look for their stories. Talk to them. Look into them. Ask them if you can use their story. Maybe they'd be happy to come on and talk to you as a guest contributor. Maybe they wouldn't. You can make videos celebrating people that have accomplished what you're talking about. Whether they use your system, whether they use a, a similar system, um, you you can use case studies of of what you're in your genre. You can use success stories. You can use stories of people doing things in that realm to bulk your content up, to get you an idea when you're stuck. Look into them, just like the brainstorming sessions, and just like um, that down that line. Hearing people's success stories might just trigger a new idea. I think looking at everything in this list, um, other than the guests coming on and, and, and actually doing the content with you, I think any of these can spur that brainstorming. Looking into this, looking at other people's content doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to copy their content that I warned you about. Inspiration comes when you see things and it triggers more thoughts in your head. Look at success stories. Look at look at people doing the things that you want to talk about. Inspire people. Inspire others with, with success stories. Inspire them to go do it. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's a great, uh, a great tool. And we're going to wrap up right now with, uh, man, the best one. The best one for sure. Personal experience. Think about your day-to-day -day life. What did you do today? You obviously did something interest that interests you. You, you hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you did something in your day that interests you. If you didn't, you need to start doing at least one thing a day that interests you. But take your personal experiences. Uh, the biggest key that I have found, my business, the the biggest successful videos that we have done, the biggest podcast episodes I have done the biggest social media posts have all come from things that I couldn't find on the internet, that I struggled, that I started searching for an answer. I started searching for a topic and I couldn't find it right away. I eventually dug in, find the answer somewhere, or I figured it out myself. If you're searching for something, so is someone else, not just one person. I hate to tell you, I hate to tell you that you're not the only one looking for the ideas you're looking for. When I, here's a, the, the example that I really like to throw out there. Um, the earbud, the earbuds that I recommend, the Jabra, $200 earbuds. They're fantastic. Well worth every penny, um, especially since you can get them uh, for $60 refurbished on Amazon. Uh, I had an issue with them. They were broken. They're $200. I wanted to fix them. I searched and searched and searched how to fix it. Went through a million different things and nothing worked. I found one little blurb in a Reddit post, like three topics down in, in subreddits that said, try this. I did it and I, it worked, I think. And I did it and it was like a miracle. It was night and day. It fixed the issue. No problem. I had looked for weeks. I'm not joking. Like minimum two, I'm thinking more like three weeks. I struggled with this issue. I almost stopped using it. I almost threw them out. I almost went and got a new pair. If it took me three weeks, if you ask Corey, I'm pretty good at finding shit on the internet. Um, she asked me to do it because it's just faster for me to do it. And then, then um, it's just easy. I, like I've 
become really good at it through work, through whatever reason. If it takes me three weeks to find either no one has that problem, which I have found out is not the case, or someone else is searching for it. And instead of being tenacious and finding it like I did, they throw them away and they buy a new pair. Or they they throw them away and buy a different pair. I made a video about how I fixed it and didn't think much of it. I was hoping to save somebody so somebody some 200 bucks, you know, hopefully get a couple hundred views on it. How many people could actually have this problem? Well, I'm pretty sure we're at 60,000 views on that video. I think a few people were looking for the problem and they couldn't find it. I look at the search terms that uh, that come up from uh, in my analytics for that video. Man, it's really similar to all the shit that I searched to try to find out how to fix it. Man, if you come up with something like that, if you come up with something like that, make a video, make a quick video, make a quick video on where you found the answer. If you can't make a video on how to fix it, make a video on where to find the answer. Make a social media post. You're going to get people's attention because they're looking to. And even if you don't struggle to find an answer, if you don't see it blatantly in front of your face, right when you look, there's an opportunity there. And even if you do change it a little bit, take a little different take on it. You never know. You never know. I never expected that video to be big. It is. I never expected our how to make a rabbit foot keychain video. That's our second biggest video. How many people are making rabbit foot keychains? When we made the video, we were thinking, man, <laughs> Man, I hope a few people watch this. And it just slowly, slowly evolved into something really big. So make the videos, guys. Put them out there. If no one watches, no one watches. Big deal. Make a different one. Trial and error. Figure out what works for you. Use those personal experiences. Think about your day-to-day life. Think about the things you're passionate about. The things you're passionate about, you're going to make the best videos about. The things you're passionate about, you're going to make the best content about. So use those personal experiences. Guys, this has been a huge list. Um, I'm going to touch on it real quick and go back through real quick and then we'll wrap up. Um, I said use brainstorming sessions, talk to your audience, look at your competitors, use content creator tools uh, on the web. There are there, there are available there. Some are free, some are paid. Um, They're very valuable. News and trending topics. Go to your industry events and conferences. Use guests to a make episodes b add to episodes um repurpose all your old content find case studies and success stories in your industry and by all means use that personal experience these are some of the places that i use these are some of the places that um that i i go to when i run out ideas i have such a laundry list that i don't know if i'm going to run out i I try to keep things fresh. I try not to go back too far, but man, it's it's val- it's invaluable. And like I mentioned earlier, if you if you're stuck on brainstorming, if you want to have a discussion about this episode, if you're stuck and you're trying to find a, a direction, uh, I do do thirty minutes free on the website. You head to thelotsproject.com under services. Pick your pick your poison, or right on the right on the main page, throw your email address in, and you can get a uh, you'll get a link to book a three uh, thirty minute spot on my calendar. We'll talk about whatever. Maybe I can help you going forward. Maybe you get all the help you need in that 30 minutes. And uh, man, we just had a great chat. So check that out, guys. Um, Like I said, thelotsproject.com. 
other than that, check out Opus Pro if uh, if you're in content and you need to make some short videos out of some long format. I appreciate it if you use the the link in the video description. That gets us a little kickback every time you do. Uh, but other than that, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope it helps you uh, helps you get some information, inspiration, find some new content ideas. If you would like to join uh, join the live broadcast, you can participate in the comments. You can always find it live Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it with others. You can find a post about it. You can find the episode links. You can find all my social media links. And... Uh, and um, recommended products and services that I use and recommend for you. You can find that all at thelotsproject.com. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcasts, 2.0 value for value podcast player like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Guys, make it a great day. Kick it in the ass and we will catch up with you tomorrow.